Welcome to the Commit to Fit podcast with your host, Gina Marie Burke. Today's episode is super duper special, and that is because we have our very first guest on the podcast, my dear friend, Sulin Harvey. She is an online fitness and nutrition coach as well. We actually started our business about just over a year ago at the same time, and we met during our first business coaching course together. And we're going to kind of just chat about our own personal fitness transformations, becoming an online coach, kind of our personal development journeys, and, you know, what kind of drives us to succeed. So listen in. I hope you enjoy. I wanted to have my good friend Sulin on the show because obviously as an excuse to catch up and hang out with you, but also because I think you have such like a vast amount of knowledge, you have such good confidence and skill, and you just continue to amaze me on your like Instagram posts and You know, I feel like you continue to show up despite like moving across the country, despite like not having the motivation in your business. And it's just like very admirable. So I figured let's start by getting to know you a little bit more. Does that sound good? That sounds awesome. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for this. Yay. Um, Yeah, very first guest. So this will be good. I'm honored. I'm honored. Um, So tell me, where did you get your start in like fitness and then like within fitness coaching? Yeah, so I I feel like, so technically I became a fitness coach back in 2018 when I got my personal training license. Um, That was like, so that was when I was a sophomore in college and I was basically just in this like weird place in my life where uh, I always had like loved hands-on jobs like I used to be a beach lifeguard and I always knew that I wanted to do something active for the rest of my life because I love being active I love being outside I just love that like I don't know I just like that idea um and so then I thought like why don't I just try doing personal training even though I like did not have a consistent workout routine yet I did not like know really anything about like working out or anything and um like looking back at that time I was actually like super super super, super, like, just not knowledgeable about, like, how to eat, right, how to exercise and all of that stuff, Um, but then in 2018, I decided to just do this, like, online personal training course. I got, like, an ACE personal training certification, which also, looking back, it's probably, like, not the one I would have chosen, (laughs) but I just chose that one randomly, Um, and by, like, doing that, I would say that was, like, when I really started my fitness journey because that was when I got thrown into, like, a group of a bunch of other personal trainers at my university. That's like the first time I was being surrounded by like a lot of other people who were like, not just like into fitness and working out, but like knowledgeable about it and knowledgeable about how to actually get results in a sustainable way. And um, they actually cared about people, like helping people in the long term. And so I would say that's when I like actually became qualified um, and that like that whole, whole process of getting certified and working at my university gym like really changed my entire mindset towards like wanting to help other people like with their fitness and health journey as well. Right. I love that. I feel like that's very similar to kind of like how I got started with fitness. It was like the same thing where it was like an interest of mine where I like wasn't working out consistently. I like hadn't even learned much about nutrition yet. Um, But I started working at a gym just doing like front desk stuff. So I was like in that environment and like surrounded by those people. And like there's trainers coming and going all the time. And it's like, yeah, just being in that environment, you're like, oh, this is like really cool. I think this might be what I want to do. And then the same thing. It's like you go to get your certification and then 
you start training clients and you kind of just like, I feel like the first year you're just like learning as you go. Um, and obviously after like what, three, four years now, it's like, we kind of know our shit, I would say to an extent. Um, (laughs) but yeah, it's like even just getting started, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm coaching people, but like, I still haven't figured out my own fitness journey quite yet. Um, that's still a work in progress. But what kind of propels you to start like your own business? Um, Okay, so actually, I guess there's a long story in between 2018 and when I actually started my own business because I started my own business in like the beginning of 2021. So just over a year ago. Um, And okay, so basically, I was a personal trainer at my university. I actually had a really good relationship with all the other personal trainers. I became like the manager of all the trainers at the gym and my boss really liked me. So I was like, oh, I'm on the in, like I'm gonna get a full-time job after college. Like I just know it. And that was like my plan after college. I was like, I'm gonna stay at UC Davis and I'm just gonna like be like the personal trainer manager there and like train people. Um, they also work on like a lot of like personal development for the students. So I was like, I'll be like doing like all these personal development trainings and like all this cool stuff for students. And like, like I really like was like planning on doing that. But then um, the year that I graduated, the pandemic started. Mm. Um, and like, we didn't know how long it was going to last, but um, basically like my spring quarter of senior year, I had to move home because right. of the lockdown and everything. Um, so yeah, so basically like that opportunity to get a full-time job there had kind of like passed and like it, it just basically didn't seem like it was realistic anymore. Um, and I was like, okay, I can either stay in my college town and like not have a job anymore and like keep paying rent at this apartment or I move home to my parents. So I just right. chose to like save money and move home. Um, and then when I moved home, I actually started working at a local CrossFit gym and it was a really good experience like i got a lot of like group coaching experience i got to see like a lot of like crossfit style training which i had never been exposed to before so mm-hmm. it was definitely like a cool experience something that i'm glad i was exposed to um but the personal training like aspect of it i really missed like i really missed being in control of like everyone's specific like, or not everyone's but like a one-on-ones like mm-hmm. um, okay an individual's specific workout plan and like creating it for them for their goals creating their nutrition plan for them specifically um and at the crossfit gym everything was like really generalized and low-key also kind of like restrictive and kind of like not the way that i would coach nutrition um so there was kind of like a little bit i had like a little bit of like cognitive dissonance between like this isn't really what i believe in and this is what i'm like being forced to coach um Mm -hmm. so i just knew that i like eventually wanted to like switch my methods or like um bring my own methods into that gym um but then the pandemic got even worse so my hours at that gym got cut down from 40 hours a week to 10 hours a week so i'm getting paid like nothing anymore luckily i was still living with my parents so it wasn't like it wasn't too stressful for me um but i was just getting to the point where i was like is this really what i want for like the rest of my life like do i want to work at this crossfit gym like and stay in this small town and like coach in a method that I don't really believe in for like the rest of my life and just kind of like I don't know be like you know just be like settled for the rest of my life like I I didn't really like see that as like the vision moving forward um and then actually random side fact is during the pandemic he actually offered to give me the gym for free and I turned it down because he was like this could be a really cool opportunity for you you're super young no way (laughs) yeah he was like you can have this gym for free like you won't have to pay for it at all it already has customers and everything and I was like dude like 
like in that moment i just realized like i do not want to do this like i don't want to be tied down to this specific city i don't want to be tied down to like a gym i don't want to like teach in like this method anymore and like obviously the members at that gym had been with him for like 10 plus years so they're kind of like already indoctrinated into his method right and i was like no like i'm not doing it and so then that is like the moment i was like i need to start my own business because i know i just won't be happy like doing anything else other than that yeah Right. Yeah, I, that was a random fact, but that was a big deal. He like offered me a gym for free. <laughs> that is so funny. He probably didn't mention that he was probably just like bleeding cash every single month, like all of the gyms <laughs> during COVID. He's like, there's no sale price, but you're losing money every month. <laughs> I know. I was like, so you're saying it's for free, but I'm going to have to pay all this debt off after like I get out of like pandemic time. So I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> right. Well, probably not the move. I thought for a very long time that I wanted to own a gym. And then I think like once I started my online business, I was like, oh my God, no, like I don't ever want to be tied to like a physical place ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And I've kind of always felt that way too. Like, I think I've always like known in my mind, like somehow I'm going to make it work that I'm going to work remotely or like be able to just work from home because I don't know. I just really value like location freedom because I think a big part of it was my boyfriend lives in Germany or lived in Germany for six years. So I would like obviously not be able to see him if I had a full-time job here. Um, so that was like a big thing for me. I was like, I need to be able to travel. Right. But then, yeah. Also just like, yeah. Also that town was like too small. Maybe if it was like in the center of LA and it was like a really cool gym, like that would be dope maybe. But, but now that, now that I do the online thing, I'm like, no, no way will I ever own it. <laughs> right, exactly. And then even throughout the last year, you've been on your own in business. You've like been to Germany like what once or twice or something. Um, been able to like do all of this traveling to kind of like, you know, fulfill like that need. Because I know we've talked about this before, how like you absolutely love traveling and you don't ever want to like give up that part of your life. Um, yeah. So it's just yeah, so cool. I, yeah. yeah. And I think that part's cool too, because I actually, I think because I, like I moved there, I think the Instagram algorithm like did its thing and like implanted me in like Europe's algorithm. So now I have like some clients from Europe, which I think is cool. Oh, that's so fun. I have like one client from the UK. Her name is Melissa. She's amazing. <laughs> um, Shout out to Melissa. <laughs> I know, right? She's my only client overseas. I have a co- actually two in like Canada, but it was so cool. I remember like getting on the call. It was like 7 p.m. for her, but I was like just getting my day started. Um, yeah, yeah. Plus, I love my coaching calls because I'm such a sucker for her accent, too. (laughs) Right? They just sound way fancier. Right. (laughs) Everything they say. Okay, well, let's see. Starting your own business at kind of a young age is hard. Obviously, we've kind of both went through that process. So how do you stay confident in yourself throughout, like, your fitness journey, throughout your life? And then also, how do you stay confident in your business when you're the one running the show now? I mean, so yeah, we had that conversation yesterday about, I was like struggling, like the confidence wavers a lot, obviously it does. But I think at the end of the day, um, like the biggest thing that like makes me feel good about what I'm doing is that like, I'm like literally changing people's lives and potentially like making them live a longer time. Like that's a really big deal if you think about it. And I literally had a client tell me one time, um, she was like a nurse and she was like, it's crazy. Like how, like I work in the medical field and like this type of stuff is not really taught in like med school or like nursing school, but it's like the basis of like good health. 
And right. she was just like, it's crazy how like, yeah, I literally work in the medical field and like, I didn't know any of this stuff before. Um, and yeah, and she was just like, I think it's really crazy how this isn't like stuff that like your insurance will pay for, or this isn't like stuff that people like normally would do to like lead a healthier life. Yeah. Right. I think that it's so crazy. I have to give myself that reminder too, because it's like a lot of people do look at fitness coaching or personal trainers as like, oh, I just have to pay for this workout. And it's like, no, like we're like legitimately changing your life. Like if you follow this workout plan, if you get your nutrition right, if you start to to develop some of these healthy habits, you're going to probably live a significantly better life. Like the quality of your life is going to increase and you're probably going to live a lot longer. Um, so I feel like a lot of people don't give us enough credit. <laughs> it's true. No, it's true. And yeah, like one thing I was thinking about recently was it's just, and this is something you talk about a lot too. It's like, just like when you realize a lot of people, I think a lot of people don't realize this because I didn't realize it like maybe even just like five years ago, like when you realize you have like complete control over like the way you feel every day and your mood and your energy levels and just like how you feel about yourself and your self-confidence really does come from within. It's not about like necessarily like how lean you are or if you have abs or whatever it is. Right. It's like when you realize you have control of all of those things, it just is such an empowering feeling and it just makes mm-hmm. you feel like so much more in control of like every other part of your life. Exactly. And I mean, I remember the days where I still wasn't too serious about fitness and it felt like I was just going through the motions of life that like life was just happening to me and I had like no choice or like no say in any of it, Um, which is completely not true. Like you can wake up and feel exactly how you want to feel. Like you can dictate how much energy you have throughout the day. You can like figure out how you want to feel every single day. It's just so crazy because a lot of people do just go through life for years and years and years and never even discover that they actually even can control some aspects of their life that they want to in order to like actually feel better, which is crazy. Yeah, that is really true. I think like a part of that is maybe just like ignoring that fact because when you realize it, it is empowering, but it also can be scary because yeah, you literally are in control and you are responsible for like where you are right now. Yeah. Right. And like, it can be overwhelming because you're like, once you're getting started, it's like, oh, I should be doing some of these things. I should be doing this and that. And like, now that I have control over these things, like, why am I not doing it? Um, Which is a whole nother topic, but it can be overwhelming and it can always feel like, oh, like, at least like for me, I'm always like, I could be doing more, you know? Um, Like I'm not, I'm not doing enough or whatever it is, but um, okay. So something that I always say is fitness is the catalyst for personal development. Where would you say your personal development journey started? When did you start getting into personal development and all that? Yeah. So, okay. Let's see. So I feel like there are two like moments in my life where I like really did a bunch of like deep work and like changed like my personality or not, not my personality, but like changed the way I was basically. Mm-hmm. Like the first time in my life was when I was super young, probably like, or I guess not super young, like going into high school. So like 13, is that when you're in high school? Yeah. 13. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually used to be like insanely shy and have like a ton of anxiety. And like, I feel like a lot of people would not even guess that about me now. Um, right. Yeah, like a lot of people like are shocked when they hear that. But I used to be like super shy, super anxious, just have like a ton of like worry about like social situations. And I realized that that was like really holding me back in life. So I think that was the first like 
moment in my life where I was like, wait, I can control my, like, the way that people see me, and I can control the way that I, like, feel in situations, and, like, if I practice this, then it affects, like, you know, all the social interactions I have, and, like, if I just keep practicing that, I get better at it, and so I think that was, like, the first, like, big time where I, like, did personal development, because I wanted to, like, change the outcome of my life, Mm -hmm. because being shy, yeah, being shy was not cutting it for me, (laughs) um, Um, And then the second time was really like when I started my business back in 2021. So when I joined my first business mentorship, um, a huge part of it, because it was like for beginners who had like knew nothing about business, knew nothing about like the online space or like Mm -hmm. online coaching or any of that. A big, big part of it was like your mindset development and like just creating like daily habits and a routine and stuff like that. And that actually like really, really helped me, even though it's like super basic. It's just like everyone always could use help from just going back to the basics and like really solidifying those. So stuff like creating a morning routine, things that you just like look over because you're like, oh, that's a waste of time or like I don't have time for that. Like, yeah, just give yourself like 10 minutes in the morning and it like really, really helps. And right. stuff like not, not going on your phone like right before bed, like up until the second you go to bed, like just really small stuff like that, like really helped me. So I feel like those are the two times where I like made like big significant changes in like the way that I like acted every day so I could change like the course of my life. Yeah. That is so cool. And I think we talked about this yesterday because starting my business was definitely like, I think it's, it's more of a personal development journey for anyone that starts their own business because like business in and of itself, it's like pretty objective. Like there's stuff to do. It's like, you know, basic stuff. Like you have to learn these skills and implement them at the right time. Or there's like supply and demand and all this other stuff. But like that stuff's not necessarily like super duper hard. Like it's very teachable. It's very coachable. But what's like really, really hard that is not talked about probably enough is all of the like mindset stuff that comes up or all of like your deepest fears or like your childhood traumas that end up coming to the surface or getting stuck in like a comparison trap like day in and day out. And especially being in your 20s, it's like you don't necessarily feel like you know who you are quite yet and you're still trying to figure that out too. But I do feel like starting your own business has probably accelerated learn uncovering some of those things of like who I am, what I stand for, like what are my beliefs, what are my values, everything like that. Um, But yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I feel like start like if if you want to learn more about yourself, just like start a business. It'll happen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I love that quote. Whoever said it or whoever, I don't know, whatever. But I feel like that's so true. Like starting your own business makes you just confront like every issue you have. Like, oh, do you have an issue like with like, talking on camera or do you have an issue with like I don't know like confidence or do you have an issue with like your like the amount of knowledge that you know or like do you have like imposter syndrome which I like all right. of those I've suffered with in the past and like currently too but yeah it's just like it's such a it's such a funny way to like accelerate like or just like make you force you to like look at kind of like what you're struggling with and like you either have to choose to like work around it or like develop that part of yourself and get over it yeah exactly it's just a lot of work on yourself (laughs) yeah yeah but it's good it's good I feel like I don't know I feel like um I feel like it's cool that I'm doing this now and like also you like we're both in our 20s and stuff it's it's cool that we're doing this now rather than I don't know than later in our lives I don't know I feel like I don't know I guess any time is a good time to do it but like why not start now why not earlier you know (laughs) Exactly. And I actually, I don't know if you hear that from your clients too, because I know you also work with mostly like women in their 20s or 30s where they're like, 
I like, I just need to get started on my fitness because if I don't do it now, like, when am I going to do it? Like, I'm not going to wait until I'm like 30 and my knees hurt. Like I might as well just start doing it now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I feel, yeah, that's a huge thing is like people in their twenties and thirties don't necessarily like think about their health and fitness as like something they should prioritize because we're blessed with like, you know, like those lubricated knees and, you know, we're like blessed with just like nice joints and like we're young and stuff. We're making it through. Um, and a lot of us are like coasting off of like our college or high school sports days. And yeah, but like for real, like one of the huge reasons I'm super into health and fitness is because like in my family, I've seen so many people suffer just from like terrible nutrition or like just from like sitting all day. And it makes me really sad. And like, I really don't want to go down that path. So I, and I don't think I ever will because I'm like, I've seen it happen to my family and I, I don't want that to happen to me. So yeah. Right. That actually led me to my next question. I was going to ask you kind of like, what is your why for getting into health and fitness, but then also like what kind of drives you to succeed? Yeah. Okay. So my why is like, my why is like a mixture of what I just said. So like growing up, I'm going to be completely honest. Like my family is like the family that has like just a bag of chips, like always out on the table or like a bowl of M&Ms on the entryway um we we, I grew up like watching tv just like constantly like the tv was always on like a very sedentary family and I just like first of all I was like a very like hyperactive kid so I was constantly like just bored all the time not not all the time but a lot and I was just like oh like I don't like this like I want to do more fun stuff like all these things and then just kind of like realizing like kind of like where that has led my parents just like just both of them are not, like, in their, like, best health, and that, like, really scared me, like, um, uh, I'm really seeing how, like, like, by taking care of your health and fitness, and, like, by caring about, like, what you eat and put in your body, and by caring about going for, like, at least a 10-minute walk every day, and not just, like, sitting on your ass all day, like, what those, like, small things can accumulate to, which is, like, good health, um, right, easy things to do, like, what, like, what those simple things can do is, like, prolong your life, make you not have, like, joint pain when you're, like, 40 or whatever, make you, like, you know, like, something that I always talk about is, like, it's not, it's not, like, age makes it hard for you to walk up the stairs, it's not, like, age makes it hard for you to, like, sit up out of the couch, it's, like, the fact that you have not, like, exercised, and the fact that you haven't been practicing those things in the gym, like, that's, that's what's making it hard for you, so, like, literally just, like, working out and eating healthier to, like, prolong your life and make your quality of life better is so important to me. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, I think that is so cool that, or just that you touched on how, you know, you get up from the couch and whether that's easy or hard for you is because you either live a sedentary life or you either live an active life. Um, and you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, some of the things that you're doing in the gym, like, sure, it might just be like a deadlift, but like that translates into so many other just like normal things to make your everyday life so much easier, like picking up groceries off of the ground or like picking up your dog or like stuff like that. It just like translates everywhere, um, which is so cool. No, it does definitely. And I think this like takes us back kind of to the point we were talking about earlier about, um, how a lot of people just don't realize they have control over those things. Like I remember my grandma one time told me like a quote where she's like, yeah, a woman over 50 should never climb stairs. I don't know why. Like, I don't know. I've never heard that until my grandma. <laughs> but like a lot of like stuff like that was said in my family where 
my mom would be like, yeah, like, once you turn 30, your metabolism decreases by 10% every year after. And I'm like, what are these, like, random rules you guys are making up? Like, it just really went to show me, like, a lot of people are not aware that they have so much more control over their body and the way they feel. Like, they just don't realize that, that they can control it. Yeah. Right? That's so interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, last question for you. What would you say your biggest pet peeve is within the fitness and health industry? My biggest pet peeve is, okay, so I actually just need to post on this today. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, okay, my biggest pet peeve is, like, the, the, like, the distinction that is not being made between, like, coaches like us and then influencers, and not to say anything's wrong with influencers, because they are actually, like, what got me into lifting and what got me into, like, even wanting to start going to the gym and stuff, so, like, props to them for that, and I still follow a bunch of influencers, but... I think that like a big thing for me is influencers, they can get away with like having nice jeans and like mm -hmm. making like cute aesthetic posts and like their millions of followers are gonna like hype them up and then they make like their income through like brand deals and stuff and like literally getting views. And I just think a lot of like the messaging that like influencers are talking about um, are like confusing people about like what's actually realistic to live a healthy life. like. Basically, in my post, I was talking about if you want to make, like, significant changes, like, a lot of changes to your life, if you're, like, really unhappy with your life right now and you want to, like, let's say, like, lose 30 pounds or you want to, like, yeah, be able to walk up the stairs without being out of breath and you want to, like, make healthier food choices so you can, like, add 10 years to the end of your life, like, you will have to make, like, significant changes to your life. And I think that um, just this, like, constant polarization of it's either, like, hardcore, like, so hardcore that it's like causing people to have like mental illnesses like and like 75 hard level <laughs> yeah it's either like 75 hard level or it's just like sit in the grass and like breathe and dance and you're gonna like have the best life manifest like, no, there's like yeah it's like there's in between and that's like where we are we're like implementing the things you need to do and helping you along the way so i think for me it's just like there's like always this like huge polarization and like everyone's like, yeah, there's always, like, this big swing from, like, either really hardcore or to, like, really relaxed, and it's just, like, it's mostly in the middle. Like, there's no secret. There's just, like, things that work and that are scientifically backed, and there's certain ways to implement it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And I totally resonate with that. When I was reading your post, I was like, I'm so happy somebody said this because I think with like influencers that are into health and fitness, but aren't maybe necessarily coaches, it's like they're just doing it for the fun. They're doing it for the aesthetic. They're like giving tips and tricks based on like only what has worked for them, but not necessarily, you know, giving evidence backed like information and since they do have such a large following most of the time they have a lot of influence obviously why they're called influencers it's like they have a lot of influence on some of their followers and some of their followers might like look up to them as like a coach or like as a personal trainer when it's like no they just like to post their workouts and like cute aesthetic like gym fits and partner with these brands to make some money it's like they're not necessarily giving you what actually needs to be done um yeah yeah i yeah i actually like recently saw this like video of this girl being like why i switched my niche from like fitness to lifestyle and i was like okay like okay. that was the most influencer thing i've ever seen like she's like she just like switched from fitness to like changing her niche and like i don't know that was okay just, i was just like that's crazy like i can't just like change my coaching from like coaching to like 
I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want now. I don't know. Right? That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, I appreciate you hopping on here with me. Um this has been great. I love having guests. I think this has propelled me to actually reach out to maybe some more people and do guest podcasts. <laughs> this is so fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to our channel. We put out new episodes every single Wednesday. And if you found this episode helpful, share it with a friend, post it on your story, make sure to tag Sulin and myself, and give us a rating and review. We'd love to hear from you and The more people that we reach, the more impact we can make on this podcast. See you next week.